Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports.network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, find links to the show on our Twitter timeline, on our Instagram as well. And hit us up on TikTok. We, uh, we got to make sure we thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Plus, by the way, something coming out later on today with Bone and Joint Institute that you're going to want to know. And then we've got Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman at 800-800-4600. So, uh, yes, uh, how, know how to a- access Amazon Prime. That will be an important thing for tonight. I feel confident, Zach, in saying that most people who watch our show probably understand how to access Amazon Prime as we live in the YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram world here. So well, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I wasn't talking to the our no, chat. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to the the surrounding pieces, right? No, you're it's, talking to the chat to have to make sure that they are at least have their antennas up for the older people in their lives. And I use the word antenna uh on purpose because uh nobody knows or uses antennas anymore. But uh the people who need help with Amazon Prime know what the antenna's up. Uh, are about. All right. So Zach, we've spent a lot of time this week talking about the bad things, the Todd Downing play calls, the mistakes that were made uh, in the Titans loss to the giants in week one. But one thing I do think we've glossed over some, but for good reasons is the fact that the Titans have a rookie class that made some pretty strong waves in their first ever NFL game pro football focus had their 15 highest graded rookies across the NFL. And the Titans were the only team that had three uh, in that top 15 highest performing rookies. Now, the only other team that had more than one is the New York Jets. And the New York Jets are a terrible football team. So they better have good rookies. Uh, But the Titans are a much better football team than the Jets. So what does that mean to you, Zach, that you hear me say that Pro Football Focus has three Titans rookies in the top 15 of rookie performances from week one. Uh, That tells me that they're asking their rookies to do more. Um, And they need to ask them to do even more to get the snap counts up. But as we saw, I mean, look, the rookie NPF beat out Dylan Radins, the previous second round pick in training camp. That was a position battle in which a rookie won. Mm -hmm. Kyle Phillips, we knew the reason why they drafted him was that – that slot receiver, that shifty slot receiver had always eluded them. Whether it was Taewon Taylor back in the day, he couldn't get the job done. Uh, and, and look, they've gone out and Adam Humphreys, he obviously couldn't get the job done. He couldn't done. stay healthy, right? Yeah, that paid, the slot receiver position was open for the taking on this roster, even from last year. Right, it was paid a lot of money. And then, you know, Kyle Phillips, and we all loved Kyle Phillips. We thought that he was going to be that type of guy. You just... You kind of know. And, you know, that came to fruition in week one. So I I guess I'm not surprised because you have more opportunity for said rookies 
to do well. Now, you also have more opportunity for rookies to fail and not do well, right, because of what they were asked to do. But Mike Vrabel even said after the game in one of his press conferences, hey, look, you know, these rookies, they they performed, right? I mean, they're, they're rookies. And I think this is the most they've ever asked a multitude of rookies to impact their football team ever, like at least from Mike Vrabel's standpoint. But, and so I think that that's kind of where that lies, but you know, that's a, that's a good thing that they were graded that way in week one, because it gives you hope that where are they going to be in week 13 yeah. or week eight, they should continue and get gain, gain experience and rely on that. Yeah, and one guy you didn't mention, Roger McCreary, right? He like you mentioned NPF beat out Dylan Radin's former second round pick. Roger McCreary beat out former first round pick Caleb Farley for the starting job uh at cornerback there too. So I, I did find this interesting because I think so much of the conversation about the Titans this entire offseason was about AJ Brown, how much he's gonna get paid and when's it gonna happen. And then oh my gosh, the Titans trade away AJ Brown and Traylon Burks has to come in and fill his shoes. And so people viewed that as a uh, one-to-one trade, right? Like A.J. Brown for Traylon Burks, P.K. Subban for Shea Weber, the, the Preds back in the day. They view it as a one-on-one trade. But I think we forget, and most a lot of people have forgotten, that it was not just a one-for-one trade the Titans got. And I saw this uh, from Blake Tucker on Twitter yesterday, a Titans fan on Titans Twitter, and he's right. Uh, because Jim Wyatt tweeted, that's April 28th, the Titans traded picks uh, number 26 and 101 to the Jets for picks 35, 69, and 163. That because of the A.J. Brown trade, the Titans traded their original first-round pick and 101 to the Jets and ended up drafting Roger McCreary at 35, NPF at 69, and Kyle Phillips at 163. That's Obviously, massive value. I agree with Blake's tweet there. And then he kind of puts it all in in one. So, AJ went to the Eagles for 18 and 101. Burks at 18. Then you trade what we just talked about, 26. And you get McCreary, NPF, and Phillips. So, that's four starters that don't cost anywhere near AJ Brown. And that's a pretty good return, especially because those rookies are starting day one. And, Zach, you mentioned that the Titans, this is the most they've asked of a rookie class in a long time. The 2019 class is something that we talk about a lot with John Robinson because everybody hit besides DeAndre Walker in the fifth round because of injury, right? But Jeffrey Simmons was a uh, a week eight first-time impact. A.J. Brown was a week one type impact. Uh, Nate Davis did not make his first start until week four. Uh, and then Amani Hooker did not make his first start really or become a starter until year three. <laughs> and so uh, then David Long was a year two type of guy uh, in that class. So you've got four day one real starters. And that doesn't even include what you have in Chigakonkwo and what you might have down the road in Malik Willis. So it's pretty impressive that with the A.J. Brown trade and what was surrounding that, that the Titans got four rookies who made a pot net positive impact on the game in week one. Well, wasn't that the philosophy of trading away AJ Brown? I They told us, and I, they didn't want to do it, but they felt like they were forced to do it because of the negotiations, right? They didn't want to trade away. They wanted to sign him. 
They originally wanted to sign him for $16 million a year, and that didn't work. And then it got murky and messy. And so they, and this is a John Robinson philosophy. I, 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 it makes a lot of sense based on his history. He values draft picks. Now, not all of his draft picks have been great, especially in the first round. But his other draft picks, I think, have worked out pretty well. I mean, you drafted the best running back in the NFL for a multitude of years. That, that's hard to do. Not many general managers, sure as hell the Raiders haven't been able to do that, right? Like, yeah. So he's he's gotten some value picks, and I think that's what John Robinson prides his picking on. He's got to hit better in the, the, the top rounds. But this particular trade was to replace A.J. Brown, elite, most talented wide receiver in the franchise's history, and replace him with five, six, seven, eight, nine guys in a draft class to see if you can better your football team over a period of time. Because here's the other thing, and we, we can't ignore this. John Robinson is not stupid. John Robinson knows that the quarterback position after that performance against the Bengals is in somewhat of flux. He, Ryan Tannehill is still the starter, but I think that he would have entertained trades if his cap wasn't 50 plus million dollars, but it is. You can't play the ifs and buts game when reality sets in to know that your quarterback is what it is. So what did he do? He took the value that he got from A.J. Brown and all of the draft picks, and a part of his draft this past year, he went and picked a quarterback, right? He replaced A.J. Brown in the first round with Traylon Burks. He probably had some question marks about Raidens. He's probably not that surprised that Raidens didn't win. He wished that he would have because he was a second-round pick and he picked him, but he went and drafted NPF. Kyle Phillips got value as a slot receiver because that precision had been hard to draft. And so... He started to stack up all of the, and McCreary, they felt really good about. I remember even Austin, you feeling very good about Roger McCreary when they drafted him out of Auburn the second that he dra they well, drafted. I will say, let me let me just say this for myself. I, the first, my first reaction on, on when they drafted Roger McCreary is, is uh, well, that doesn't make sense. Why? And then I had an hour to go look at, well, Twitter and there was reaction. some delay because I was in Vegas for yeah. the draft. Yeah. So I didn't hear your ass until you'd done the research. So right, that's yes. why it was for when, when I heard you, you sounded smart. So that's fair. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad you think I sounded smart on our show. But no, so yeah, and, and you immediately see why they fell in love with Roger McCray and took him 35 overall. So I do want to read some comments here. Uh, ben says that John Robinson's drafted the best running back and the best safety in the NFL. Yeah, and he did that within 20 picks of each other, right? Derrick Henry went 45, and Byron went 64 in the same damn draft. Uh, so I, I did uh, – uh, Jaco here says, who is the hidden gem? The fact that the Titans – we all view the A.J. Brown trade as A.J. Brown for Traylon Burks. The hidden gem is the fact that they got four starters out of the A.J. Brown trade because you get Burks – right there with the initial trade and then you trade 26 away and you get Roger McCree at 35 NPF at 69 and uh, Kyle Phillips at 163 in that trade. And so I did, I did uh, want to go to Anthony though, too, Zach, because Anthony says y'all really reaching right now, trying to justify the AJ Brown trade. It was a bad move, like letting Saffold walk or letting depth at linebacker walk like Evans and Jalen Brown, but we got to live with it. So Anthony, hold on. 
I'm just gonna I'm gonna pick apart your comment from the back end of it and move towards the front because the front part was the better part. The back end of it was the worst. Uh, you have to let Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown go because they were no longer needed and were too expensive to be inside linebacker depth. So you were dead good. Ass. Yeah, they, and they were bad. They no, were, no, no, no. Let me, let me. I'll, I'll yeah. let you finish. Okay, Anthony. Rashawn Evans was a first round pick. He wasn't any good. He his value of being a first round pick. He sucked. Honestly, for him being a first round pick, he sucked. He was in a bust. He was a yes. bust for the Tennessee Titans, Anthony and Jayon Brown. The moment, and this is unfortunate because Jayon, a great player, great person, value because it, you know of of what he did out out of the pack ten or twelve. I don't know what it was at the time he drafted. The second he dislocated his elbow, he was not the same player. He never kind of recovered from that. Yeah. And and so, Anthony, those are the cold hard facts when it comes to them. Yeah. Now, now, okay, you dead dead on right about that. So, bad move like letting Saffold walk. Well, Roger Saffold was going to cost like twelve million dollars this year. That's called a business decision that you have to make at times in the NFL. It was the right move to do that, and something that the Titans absolutely had to do. Now, saying that we're reaching to try to justify the A.J. Brown trade, uh, again, nobody... Anthony's never met me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And and nobody here wanted to trade away A.J. Brown, and John Robinson did not want to trade A.J. Brown away. But it was something that he felt that he needed to do. And in order to do that, the risk there is that if you get four picks for A.J. Brown, they better be good. And hey, after week one, after all four of those picks, first game ever in the NFL, pretty damn good. Like, so while you don't want AJ to be traded, you have to look at the result after the fact to be able to move on and say, if you were going to trade away AJ Brown, then getting four day one impact players is pretty damn good for that, especially for the money they save. Uh, in that as well to then go pay Jeffrey Simmons and to build around like they had to hit on these draft picks and it looks like they have. And I've been saying this since I saw them throughout training camp. It looks like this draft class is going to be better than 2019. It's a relationship that ended and look. Oh, time Anthony. Out, time out, time out. Sorry. Jacob says pick 26 had nothing to do with AJ Brown. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. The Titans just drafted in the first round at 18. So that means that they were able to move 26 because, again, a draft pick represents a salary and a contract there too. The Titans did not want to pay two first-round draft pick salaries in the same year and then end up having to have two fifth-year options in the same year four years later. Yeah, so, well, yes, after what did. they did with Corey Davis and Dory Jackson, right. it didn't work out. Right, but when they did that with Dory and Corey, no rhyme intended, they were the one worst teams in football and they didn't have, you know, highly paid players in the roster. Yeah, they, they have to be more to. creative with what they're doing now. So I agree with you. 26 absolutely had to do with it yes. because it impacts how you view a draft, right? They were much more willing and probably actively seeking to get out of the first round because they had already drafted. So 26 does make an impact. But I want to clarify this, and I will continue to say this, until A.J. Brown's career continues. And people are going to get sick and tired of it. But as you probably all, all know, I don't care. I am. I think it's ridiculous. I do not. I think they should have paid A.J. Brown. I think that's the cost of doing business. I think that they messed up. 
Anthony, open your ears. I think that the Titans started that and screwed it up by lowballing him. AJ Brown screwed it up by taking as offense as he did to that low ball offer. And they played hardball. Hardball got him away. But I am on record. I wanted the Titans to draft uh, AJ Brown in October when they drafted him six months later. They did. And he became the most talented wide receiver in franchise history that they've drafted. I didn't want him to trade away because you're not going to get an elite talent like that. I'll just say, I Traylon Burks, it's going to be hard for that guy to, to meet or exceed A.J. Brown expectations. It, it's going to be very, very difficult. So, Anthony, don't get that twisted. I think what we are trying to do, it's like a relationship. You may still have loved your ex, but you got to move on, right? You got to move on with your life. You got to go find your, your new wife or your new girlfriend to start your life. And all the Titans did was do that in a way of multiple starters. Yeah. And Anthony says, I hear you, Zach. So there you go. So Zach's heard Anthony. Anthony and that's thank a, you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And then um, let's see. J, uh, Nick says, Jacob, you are correct. And everyone agrees with you except for Austin and Zach. No, I, I think people that don't understand that pick 26 and that trade absolutely has to do with AJ Brown. You're missing how the NFL works when it comes to how they look at a draft class overall. Yes, pick 26 in that trade absolutely has to do with A.J. Brown. All right, Zach, let's uh, discuss this first question. Which Titans rookie will have the biggest impact versus the Bills on Monday Night Football? Which Titans rookie do you guys think will have the biggest impact versus the Bills on Monday Night Football? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. It is that easy. Wilson County Hyundai, they've got your Palisade. They've got your Sonata. They've got your Ionic, which is battery powered. They've got your perfect make and model. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with an unbelievable ride right down I-40 exit 236. Family owned and operated at the Hyundai dealership. And man, it is nice. That Palisade, that third row seating, all the bells and whistles, SUVs, I mean, it's not your, your carpool lane minivan anymore. Get hooked up with WilsonCountyHyundai.com. All right, A to Z Sports. Also, don't forget, you need to download the BetMGM app. And when you do it, use our code ATOZ Sports to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 on pro football with your first bet after your first deposit. It's as easy as that with code ATOZ Sports when you download the bet MGM app. So Zach uh, discussing uh, the, and asking everybody the question today, which Titans rookie will have the biggest impact versus the bills on Monday night football. Uh, you had Burks and Phillips were two and one and, and most targeted pass catchers overall on Sunday against the giants. Then you've got Nichols, Petit Frere and Roger McCreary who are uh, starters and play nearly every snap at their position. What's the chat saying here? Uh, we've got Kyle Phillips coming in from John. Deshaun Washington comes as uh, Kyle. Talking about Kyle Phillips. Burks and Burks from Eric and Wilbur. Traylon Burks from Only Memphis. Kyle Phillips from Grim Jim 69. Kyle Phillips from Omar. Kendrick says Kyle Phillips with a, a few exclamation points. It should be Burks from D'Lo on YouTube. Roger McCreary from Karen. NPF from Alonzo. Kyle Phillips, no question. Coming in from Jake. Uh, Phillips because of his slot ability. McCreary from Brian. NPF from Hot Doobie. 
Uh, Burks and Kyle better be big if we want to win from Sheila. Burks from Jordan. We've got Burks from Clouthouse, McCreary from Justin, Kyle Phillips from Steven, Phillips for sure. Burks. So, I mean, look, there's some – it's pretty spread out. I mean, I, I definitely think that Burks and Kyle Phillips have kind of won the poll as top two. But you see Nick coming in with NPF and, you know, look, Roger McCreary versus Diggs and Davis. So, Dylon uh, coming in with that. I, I think it's peppered and sprinkled throughout – and Andre saying it needs to be McCreary. James saying McCreary. So McCreary taking uh, McCreary from Ed. McCreary making a run there at the end. This is a well uh, well thought out question, but it, it's well answered, right? Because yeah. it is spread through the four rookies that we saw on for the first time, right? I mean, we saw them for the first time in meaningful football in week one against the Giants. They had a great 13 nothing first two quarters, and then the second – you know, two quarters, they started to wane. But Kyle Phillips had his ups and downs. I think NPF played well. Traylon Burks, based on pro football focus, for the opportunity that he got, which was not enough, he did pretty damn well, right? And yeah. McCreary, we saw, I, I thought that I looked at McCreary and I saw the same thing that I saw in preseason, and I think as you described in training camp, Hard-nosed, aggressive corner that was trying to ball hawk, that was trying to make tackles, that was aggressive. And so all four of those guys, I think, performed pretty well. I mean, I don't think anybody played great or excellent. Nobody, no, yeah, nobody was perfect, right? Like uh, Phillips had the muff punt. Uh, NPF had a false start. Burks had a hold on a kickoff return. You know, McCreary, you can say for him, like, did, you, did anybody notice Roger McCreary? Like you noticed Christian Fulton, right? Did anybody really truly notice Roger McCreary? Not really. It was a good thing. And so he was out there doing what he was supposed to be doing uh, for the most part. So, um, Zach, my, I think my answer has to be Nicholas Petit-Frere. Because the Buffalo Bills went after Matt Stafford on Thursday Night Football in week one and sacked him, what, six or seven times, and they blitzed zero times the entire game. Like I'm not just talking about the sacks. They blitzed zero times the entire game and still ended up with a ton of pressure and sacks on Matthew Stafford. So with the Giants, NPF looked pretty good, but they were also without Kayvon Thibodeau, their top 10 draft pick. They were also without Aziz Ojolari a higher draft pick from a year ago. Their two best, the Giants' two best edge rushers were not playing against the Titans. And so I think NPF needs to have the biggest impact versus the Bills because he probably has the biggest challenge from last week to week two. He, uh, hmm. he does have a challenge. The biggest challenge compared from week one to week two, like NPF was playing against backups in week one. That's just what happened. The Giants had injuries at the edge position. Now he's going to go up against former first round draft picks and second round draft picks all up and down the Bills front. Yes, McCreary has a big difference too. Is that where you were going to go? No, that's the answer. And here's the reason why. McCreary has a tougher matchup because the Bills wide receivers what the Bills wide receivers, and here's my statistic and here's my theory. 
The Bills wide receivers, what they did to the Rams secondary, and Jalen Ramsey, who is one of the best, if not the best, cornerback. He's been beat quite a bit here recently in football, but well-respected and highly paid. He got burned by these Bills receivers, numerous Bills receivers. You've got, obviously, Josh Allen that can do a lot more damage than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones had 188 yards receiving, or excuse me, throwing, you know, passing yards on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. If you take away the blown coverage touchdown, which was 65 yards, and Saquon Barkley's running back catching out of the backfield, which you should be covering because he's their best player. Which was so like 30 yards. 30 right? yards. Yeah. Daniel Jones only threw for 93 yards if you take that away. And I'm not taking it away, but I'm looking, I'm trying to find some perspective of Daniel Jones throwing the football compared to what Josh Allen is going to do on Monday night in Orchard Park. Like that tells you that it has to be McCreary. <laughs> McCreary has to have the most impact in this game because that is why, if in fact the Titans lose and go to 0-2, that's the reason why they're going to lose. It's not going to be because the Pills played good defense. It's not going to be because of the Bills running the game. It is going to be because Josh Allen is torching the Titans secondary through the air like they did the Los Angeles Rams to open the season. I, I, yeah. I, I believe it. And, no. But here, here on the other side, if Roger McCurry plays very well, that reduces that likeliness. Yeah, but what happened? Roger McCreary played pretty well on Sunday against the Giants, and, and the Titans still gave up those big plays in the passing game. And, that wasn't you know, his fault. I know that. That's the, that, I, I think, and where I, we're going to have several... Daniel Jones compared to Josh Allen. That's the difference. Yeah, Sure, I, I don't disagree with that either, but I, I just think... I just think for the for this game, we have a couple more opportunities to talk about the Titans and Bills game before Monday night, right? And so I think the Titans have to be more improved on offense to stay in this game. It's going to take more for them on offense. The defense, Henry. I believe that the Titans defense can fix a lot of their issues that cost them the Giants game, right? We talked about that earlier in the week. I just think the offense has to be that much better in MPF has to be really good because NPF can also NPF being bad on one snap can wreck the entire play. Same thing with Roger McCreary, but I, I just yeah, think I mean, we, we saw what, what a corner blown coverage, but again, like that was game. a ment that was a mental mistake. Roger mistakes McCreary mistakes. It doesn't matter. No, no. I, but here's the thing. NPFs was a mental mistake, right? I'm, but I'm not what false starts happen. Every offensive lineman will have a false start this year. Just it's gonna happen, right? NPF got one, Lawan's got one. It's just gonna work out that way. But mental mistakes for a corner get you get you toasted. A physical mistake is what I'm worried about more when it comes to NPF because of who he's literally going up against. Roger McCreary doesn't make mental mistakes. That's why Mike Vrabel loves him so much. Yeah, but he he's going up against it. better talent. Stefan Diggs is a top five receiver. I understand, but like, I just think. As a cornerback, you're going to get beat, like because everybody expects their own quarterback to complete seventy percent of their passes. And that's just the nature. I always say that it's the nature of the business. I, I just think NPF 
up against on an as a starting right tackle going up against the pass rush of the Bills. That's a tall task. He has to be really good on Monday night. Well, and on the other side, we've talked a lot about Diggs, but Gabe Davis carrying over from his playoff performance in Kansas City last year into what 88 88 yards off of four catches in a touchdown, averaging 22 apiece. Like Gabe, and he's a big body receiver. I mean, 6-2-210 and can run. I think that's somebody that you got a cue on. And that guy's probably more likely to go up against Roger McCreary. Davis has come on strong the last two games that he's played in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bobby says, in my opinion, Diggs, a top five receiver, is going to beat almost any corner. I agree with Austin that the offense is going to have to keep up. And that that's a, a better way of saying what I was trying to say. So thank you, Bobby. Is that the offense is going to have to score 30 points to win this game. And the defense can play pretty well and give up 28 or 30. Well, notoriously, the defense has got to hold the offense, the other offense at bay. Like you saw that last year in the Rams. The reason why the Titans beat the Rams in LA last year was because of the defense. Like you've seen games like that where they've just, that's the reason. It's defensively, it's not because the offense had firepower. And then who came up with the stop against the Bills on Monday night last year? It was the defense. Yeah, no, it's defense it's wins these type of games, it's, my guys. Well, not not just the offense. You're not getting if you get into a shootout, you're screwed. Well, because let's think about this, Zach. Uh, what is the Titans defense typically good at? And what they do against the Bills last year? They forced field goals. What happened when the Giants got in the red zone? What they they got one interception, right? The Monty Hooker interception in the red zone, in the end zone. Then they but they gave up two touchdowns. The, the Saquon touchdown, the first one, and then the tight end touchdown uh, that ended up being the, the game-winning touchdown. They didn't force field goals. So against the Buffalo Bills, you have to get stops in the red zone or you're done. Uh, so A to Z Sports, you're live on this Thursday. We haven't talked much about Burks and Phillips. I know a lot of the comments went with Burks and Phillips. I do have, and again, I like Kyle Phillips a lot. I do have one, I guess I'll call it a concern, about Kyle Phillips moving forward and he has he absolutely can prove me wrong in my thought here uh, I'll get into that but first let me tell you guys about the bone and joint institute boneandjointtn.org the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care whenever you get hurt in life go to boneandjointtn.org to help them help you get right but also this you can follow bone and joint institute on twitter on facebook or on instagram and today we start our giveaway for Tennessee, Florida tickets next Saturday. The game is sold out, so you can't really just go buy them. Uh, and they're going to be really expensive if you find them somewhere else. But we are giving away a pair of tickets to Tennessee, Florida next Saturday in Knoxville. That will go out later on this morning. So be ready for that. Do and thank you to the Bone and Joint Institute for that. Boneandjointtn.org. It is Esports. We are powered by BetMGM. BetMGM hooking you up right there with risk-free bets for new users. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Risk-free bet up to $1,000 on football. We got football tonight, as we talked about before the show officially started. Get your phones ready to answer on where the hell Amazon Prime Video is because that is where you're going to watch Chargers and Chiefs tonight. Look, how, how are bars going to set this thing up? But this is the transition of streaming. That's why you buy Amazon stock and not Apple stock is because they're coming 
They're coming for the NFL, and they both got a lot of money. So Amazon Prime tonight, uh, you're going to get our first real dose of Thursday Night Football, you know, based on the season opener last week was a little different. Get some action on the game. Bet MGM. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. All right, so Cobb Phillips had six catches on nine targets uh, for 66 yards. They threw to him 10 times. Uh, one time he drew a holding penalty on the last drive of the game to help that drive continue. My somewhat concern about Kyle Phillips is what happens with the tape that he puts out there. Because now NFL coordinators see a lot of tape from Phillips. He didn't play a ton and didn't also do a lot in preseason. And I think that was by design because the Titans knew pretty quickly that Kyle Phillips would be able to hang in this league. And so now that he's got really good production on running those quick outs, running that seam slight crosser and catching that diving pass, what do defensive coordinators do to try to alter Kyle Phillips and knock him off his spot? Because the guy's 5'11", 185. He's not the biggest dude on earth. He's strong and he plays strong. He's got good play strength. But I'm curious to see how guarding him changes the deeper he gets and the more tape he puts out. Yeah, and look, you know, he his, his muff punt mistake is something that he'll learn from. I don't expect that to happen again. If it does, he won't be doing that anymore. I mean, that's right. just the facts, right? I do think he is the prototypical player. It was it was either going to be Kyle Phillips or Austin Hooper. Game one, it was Kyle Phillips that Ryan Tannehill just trusts. He goes to and he looks for it as a part of his reads. And I, I go back to, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Of the reason why Aaron Rodgers is great is because his brain, and all great quarterbacks, so I'm just not saying Aaron Rodgers, your brain processes things a lot quicker than other quarterbacks. J.P. Lossman, which is this is back-to-back weeks of J.P. Lossman, his brain cannot compute quick enough. He just can't. Uh, Cooper Rush, we're going to find out this week if his brain can compute uh, quick enough. But Ryan Tannehill's brain computes quick enough to at least you know, continuously be a starter in the NFL. But you also have your guys, right? Who are your guys that you're looking for on that last drive? And Austin, you saw that in training camp in two-minute drill. Ryan Tannehill's brain says, find Kyle Phillips, and he did. Yeah. Can that translate into the game where you can take advantage of a defense where they're queuing on your guy, your tendency. So Traylon Burks gets a 65-yard touchdown pass because you've moved your eyes. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to seeing in the next few weeks. Sure. Now, Sean says tape is something every player has to deal with. I don't think it'll impact him too much, honestly. So, that yeah, Sean, you're right. But here's, here's how I view Kyle Phillips and Traylon Burks a little bit differently. Kyle Phillips is a technician, right? It's all about the craft. And I feel like when you rely on your, your craft is easier to game plan against than just raw physical talent because Kyle Phillips tape shows he gives a head nod at the top or he shifts his, you know, body positioning hips before this. And this is what they like to do on second and four 
with the clock running down, right? Like you can game plan that craft and not let him get that outside relief. Where Traylon Burks, his skill set is I'm just bigger and stronger. And you can guard me. You can be all up in my face. I can still go up and get the football and you can't do anything about it. Well, and you just described great wide receivers have the technicality and the physical ability, right? That's what yes, makes them great. Yes, exactly. And so but that, that, that's I, kind I, of my thing here. I would push back a little bit. Okay. I would push back. I, I think conceptually that makes a lot of sense. But I think Hunter Renfro, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, they were not the most talented guys, but they could outdo you. They had a good quarterback. Which well, and and what they have, they had, yes, they had a good quarterback. They also had a good scheme. Right. But uh, you'd hope. I mean, again, I don't want to get into Todd Downing, but <laughs> Kyle Phillips, the reason why he is very hard to guard like Hunter Renfro is that when the tendencies that are studied during the week defensively, they change, right? You Because he's smart enough as a player. He may not be as talented, but he's smart enough as a player to change his head nods or change his cuts or change his body language because he is now playing chess compared to checkers where, you know, Traylon Burks should just play checkers and say, King my ass, I'm going to go up on top and catch you. So I, I, well, I and, I'm and kind of there. There's my drawback. Uh, yeah, and and I, I don't disagree. Like I, I'll kind of use a recruiting uh, college football analogy here. Like sometimes in college football, when you see a play being made, you go, well, you know, Alabama won on that snap because of recruiting, because they just recruited a better athlete than the other team has. And that happens a lot. And Traylon Burks makes plays because of recruiting. They recruited, they drafted a better athlete than the, uh, the other team has. But the thing about Kyle Phillips, it gives me a uh, hope that, that this isn't an issue. It might be an issue in the first month of his NFL career because a lot's being thrown at him and he's going to have to learn the fly a lot. But Kyle Phillips was a four-star recruit coming out of high school. So you judge recruits based off of a lot of times athletic profile. And Kyle Phillips had enough of an athletic profile to be considered a four-star recruit coming out of high school in California. And then he had a good set of, you know, college seasons. He was a fifth round pick because his athletic profile wasn't good enough for the NFL to warrant a higher draft pick. Yeah, and look, I uh, teams draft players all over the country. Playing for UCLA doesn't necessarily help you, but I, I, I think meant- it does. I think it did for him. I think for him specifically, going and he's talked about this. Going to UCLA helped him uh, in the NFL because of the different route concepts. Because that head coach is Chip Kelly. Oh, helped him in the NFL, not get to the NFL. I, I, I I'm with you there. I think again, just because of profile. But you get teams like the Titans that draft Kyle Phillips because in that particular round get value from Kyle Phillips, and now all of a sudden he's your main target in a final drive in Week One of the NFL football season. Yeah, and the thing Kyle Phillips is just really good. He's just he's just good. He's like we saw him break three tackles at uh, on that punt return, right? The first time he touched the ball in an NFL regular season game, he went for forty six yards and broke three tackles. He's not supposed to do that. Right, but he does because he plays so strong. So again, I'm I'm just curious to see how defenses change now that they have a, a game of film 
where Kyle Phillips won with his quickness and his ability. And how does Kyle Phillips change with that? Film? Bingo. Yeah, that's that's basically all I wanted to bring up. All right, speaking of change, who needs to get better? Uh, which Titan needs to improve the most from his week one performance? Which Titan needs to improve the most from his week one performance? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com slash A to Z. Better coverage, better rates better service. I get them all and you can get them all from Farm Bureau Health Plans, 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee, 75 years in business. They've been around for a long time and they've been doing good business for a long time. If you're in the state of Tennessee, take advantage like I did earlier in this year and I changed my health plan. I get a contact allowance because I've been wearing glasses and contacts in seventh grade, but I couldn't see the board. I've been wearing I had braces. Now I got pearly whites that are straight and clean. They're even cleaner because I get you know free teeth cleanings uh, allocated with my plan. This really, I've benefited off of this plan. I didn't know what it was going to do when I first when we first signed up with Farm Bureau Health Plans. I was like, look, I'll change my health plan. I don't know if it's going to be better or worse, but I'll do it. it. Ended up being much better. Probably the probability is that you guys can take advantage of that too. Get a quote today, a quick twenty to thirty minute health assessment. Then you get a quote, then you switch, and then you start reaping the benefits of that better coverage, of that better service, of that better rate. That's FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Also, download the BetMGM app, and you can win big with your first bet being risk-free up to 1000 bucks with our code ATOZ Sports. It's pretty easy. You download the app, you sign up with our code ATOZ Sports, and you make your first deposit, deposit and boom, your first bet is risk-free up to 1000 bucks on pro football. You get KC and LA tonight in KC, a big game there, divisional matchup in week two starting tonight on Thursday night. Uh, so do it there with code ATOZ Sports. Visit betmgym.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions, subtle qualifications, other requirements, rewards issued is knowledgeable for bets to credit. For bets expiring seven days, for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. Which Titan needs to improve most? from his week one performance. Zach, what's the chat saying? Uh, I'm not going to say the chat. I'm going to say mine. I don't think I've seen mine on in the chat, though, okay. looking through it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I saw let's a lot of Derrick Henry's, which I thought was interesting. I have not seen mine. Who needs to improve? I haven't seen one single one. I was going to give a love of the show, but... Is it the guy on the graphic? It's not. Oh, okay. Because I did see a Zach Cunningham. I'm taking right out of Rabel's book. Don't do dumb stuff that hurts the team. You know what are dumb stuff that hurts the team? Offensive holding. Aaron Brewer has got to eliminate his offensive holding. Don't do dumb stuff to hurt the team. Taylor Lewan, false start to start the drive. That's dumb stuff to hurt the team. The Tennessee Titans, and this is why Mike Vrabel has been the coach of the year last year and has sustained winning records for as long as he has as Titans head coach, these teams are very disciplined. You could call them ticky-tack. You could call them wrong. But the fact of the matter is, Aaron Brewer cannot hold. They made first downs from those. But first and 20s, that this offense ain't set up for that. The Bills, the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Bucks, those offenses are set up to continuously, if you do hurt your team, to get first downs. So I'm going Aaron Brewer, keep the ref needs to keep Aaron Brewer's name out his mouth. That's the guy. 
Um, so uh, Lee did say he said Brewer twice, and Van said that he said Brewer. Uh, I, I there's look, a lot of I, comments, so I, yeah, there were a lot of comments, but and I agree with Steven. The second hold on Brewer was absolute BS. That was a bad uh call by Jerome Boger, which does that for a living, make bad calls. But again, like Zach, you said, don't do dumb stuff to hurt the football team. Aaron Brewer, like while he had those two penalties, and those are two penalties, the Titans scored a touchdown on the the doesn't next, matter. Does not the matter. next play right after the second does hold. not matter. The the play directly after the first hold is when they hit Traylon Burks in the crossroad to gain twenty seven. Do you want me to say it again? Does, does not, not matter. matter again, like no, you're saying because if you consistently do that, Austin, you will not consistently score touchdowns. But so you but can again, say in one instance. But I, I Aaron just, Brewer does not have the ability or the luxury to do dumb stuff that hurts the football team. But if you look at Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel obviously disagree with those calls. There are some times that Mike Vrabel will say, yeah, you can't hold, and that's dumb stuff to hurt the football team. But I, I think you're being too hard on Aaron Brewer for having a couple bad things go his way by the worst ref in the NFL. People have said that I am too hard on individuals I, I all of my life. But I, I don't care. On the you wrong cannot thing. do dumb stuff to hurt the football team. But and that when a wasn't... flag comes out, when a flag comes out on you, you are backing your offense up. Because you have done something, something to cue the ref to at least reach down. But again, not all calls are correct. Mike Vrabel will always say this too. There are two different kinds of penalties. There are effort penalties and dumb penalties. And coaches are generally okay with effort penalties. They can live with that. It It's the dumb penalties that you can't live with. And Aaron Brewer's, both of his penalties were effort penalties and were iffy calls at best. And so I, I again, like, I just, I think if we ask a question, who's one Titan that needs to be better from week one and you focused on Aaron Brewer. Yeah. I just I, think you're leaving a lot on the table that needs to be better than Aaron. You Brewer. can criticize my pick, but flags are flags. And this offense is not set up for first and twenties. You no can't offense. do it. Aaron Brewer should not be called on a, a penalty in, against the Buffalo bills. If that happens, Austin, that will help the football team. That's my answer. Because first and 20s against, you can sit there and say, oh, well, they had success after that. They will not have success on first and 20s if you do that again or twice against the Buffalo Bills. You just won't. I just think. Mark my words. We'll I, we'll, we'll watch it. To, well, we'll watch it odd, together. Yeah, that's the, an obvious ass statement for you to say. Like, yes, watch your words. You're going to be right on that because that's correct. Then that's my premise. But again, so like can, that's not you, the, then, then your criticism falls short. Uh, I just uh, I just don't I just don't think I just think there's so many other directions to go. I, I think Danico Autry needs to be more disciplined in his run lanes. I think Zach Cunningham needs to be well, way who are you better. Pick? Yeah, you can. There's everybody can improve, right? I, I mean, just think you can pick out every a, every single person on the team could improve. They lost. Yeah, Titans Kyle basically says, "Yeah, Zach, so just don't get flagged for bad calls." Yeah, that that's good. To, kind of what you're saying. Don't get flagged you, for bad calls. Was one of the the whole? You're saying both of them weren't holds. Uh, Wrong. Yeah, At least one and, of them were. Go back and look. <laughs> it was pretty. They were pretty. Like uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, they, they go, go, uh, go. How about this? Go watch the Sterling Shepard 65 yard touchdown and show me where Jeffrey Simmons gets pulled down by his jersey. And that wasn't called, right? You, Aaron Brewer cannot afford to hurt the team. Nobody can afford to hurt the team. No, no, wrong. Aaron Brewer really cannot afford to hurt the team. Look at the offensive line. He cannot. Name a player who really can't afford to hurt the team. Like you're you're just saying obvious things. Like insert player name I'm, here really can't afford to hurt the team. Derek Derek Henry can he gets some no, grace. He, he needs yeah, but he can't no, drop no, the no, damn no. snap. He gets some grace. Aaron Brewer doesn't get as much grace. You, th- so that's the point. Okay, it's not everyone. Up, you you so go you, from you know Aaron Brewer. You asked me the question. You literally asked me the question. I answered answer. you. I'm mocking you I, with what you're saying. You literally are you kidding me? That's the that's the point. There's a difference between Aaron Brewer and Derrick Henry. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. There's a difference. Yes. Between, Thank that, you, Captain Obvious. Well, the. You asked me the question, I answered it. You it was, a, like it was kind of rhetorical to point out what your statement was. <laughs> uh, all right. So I think the the Titan that really needs to improve the most for me is Zach Cunningham. I, I was very disappointed with how he was allowing um, the Saquon Barkley and the Giants run game to dash the Titans. I thought he was out of position a lot of times and he was jumping out of position. And so I, I think... And I'm curious of what the Titans are going to do against the Bills because the Bills are not a regular running football team. A lot of it comes with Josh Allen. Whose job is it going to be to make sure Josh Allen doesn't gash you with his legs? And I'm not talking about scrambles because that's kind of hard to guard. I'm talking about where Josh Allen designed goes and gets seven yards on third and five that just makes you feel pain in your stomach. And so I think... um, I think Zach Cunningham really needs to be better for the Titans defense to help contain Josh Allen and James Cook and some of the other running backs the Bills do have. Do you put a spy on Josh Allen? Um, At times, I think you should, yeah. Now, I don't know if Zach Cunningham's that guy. That's probably David Long Jr. to do that. But I, I'm talking about, like, that's maybe a third and a third down decision. Uh, I think first and second down when Zach Cunningham is on the field, that's where he has to be better. David Long Jr. would probably be your spy. Yeah, I just feel like Josh Allen is getting more and more comfortable running the football, especially after week one. I mean, he's been doing it for the last couple of years, but he makes the play, right? Like whatever the play is to get first downs, Josh Allen makes it. And, you know, we'll talk more about this football game leading up to Monday night, but you know, the Bills, have, this is a revenge game for them, you know? I mean. Two years run, two years yeah, running, right? They're they're tired of that. And so uh, that's why the NFL did what they did. They're, they're not stupid. They're very smart. They, they premiered this primetime game. The only bad part about this game, the only complaint that I have about this game is that Eli and Peyton won't be calling this game. That is, I, I think. Really? They're doing it again? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not doing it for this particular week. There's only certain scheduled weeks that Eli and Peyton break down Monday night football games. And this is not one of them. It's week freaking two. That's what I know. What what else are Peyton and Eli doing? 
probably got a soccer game to go to for their kids. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they got they got basketball practice on a Monday night. No, no, they got basketball practice. No, no. Here's the thing. This is this is BS because this is the second. This should be my. I didn't realize this. It could have been my shade yesterday because week four, I believe, is when the Titan or maybe it was week five. Last year was week five. Titans Bills Monday Night Football. The Manning cast happened for the first four games. Then they took their break, yeah. starting with the Titans. And so now you're telling me they're taking their break, starting with the Titans in week two. Give me a freaking break. That's weak on ESPN. Well, yeah, you know what? They're, they're singling coming back out for. the Titans and taking the Manning cast away from this fan base. Yeah, they're coming back for Cowboys Giants week three. Oh, so they're taking one week off? Yeah, well, so two the, years so in a row, they deliberately avoided the Titans Monday night game. One week, one week, three week, four Rams 49ers, and then they come back week seven. So, I mean, it then week eight, then week nine, week 13, week 15, wild card. So that's kind of their schedule. Look, they don't have to work. <laughs> they can I make know, their own but schedule. It's just like it, it's like, damn, like they did the first four weeks last year and then they skipped the Titans. And then they're just doing the it's it's just so weak. Yeah, Daniel Jones, Cooper Rush, get your popcorn ready. Ready. I mean, that's obviously an Eli thing. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. But the uh, Titan, it, Peyton has no connection with the Titans, in my opinion. Like, I don't see like he's Tennessee. But he is indie, right? Like, he, no, the connection is the division, though. I don't think that that matters. I, mean, I want to see it. I, I'm not. I, mean, I, I, I want to see the Manning cast. The that's what I watch. I, I actually don't really watch the Manning cast. <laughs> I just get distracted by the the guests. Well, I, I like it. Uh, but I like I will, it. I would prefer less guests. I yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't want to see Shannon Sharp, but. I turn so this is what I do. I do. I, mean, I avoid Shannon Sharp at all costs. At all costs. Already. I do. Don't, yeah. Any person that can spend time with Skip Bayless, I don't trust. I, 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 I question you. I don't like. Again, it's anybody who would be around Stephen A. Smith for a long period of time. I don't trust you. I, you're not going to be a part of my circle. How? I don't understand that. But when I when they have guests that I don't like, that's when I. And now it's. Because now you're pulling me. I'm not being pulled back by Brian Greasy. I'm being pulled back by Trey Aikman and Joe Buck, which I actually like. And some that people don't, true. but I like. All right, it's time for the magic bucket on this Thursday. But first, let me tell you guys about our new presenting sponsor in its first full week, Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. When you have been injured in a car wreck, you need a team that will fight for you. The team at Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers will lay it all on the line and handle the insurance company to make sure you get every dollar possible. They have recovered over a billion dollars for their clients in the state of Tennessee and in the state of Kentucky and will get every dollar you deserve. So if you've been injured in a car wreck, call them now. Don't wait. You'll get a free case consultation when you call Hughes and Coleman at 800-800-4600. That's 800-800-4600. Hughes and Coleman Hughes and Coleman Injury uh, Lawyers Principal Office in Nashville, Tennessee. A to Z Sports, don't forget BetMGM. They power our show right there. A to Z Sports, your promo code for new users. You get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. You can bet on football tonight as we've talked about Chargers, Chiefs. This game could be impactful at the end of the season. You never know. It's an AFC matchup. Who knows who's going to be vying for the playoffs, what situation the Titans are going to be in. 
if any AFC South team will make the playoffs at this rate, I don't know if that's going to happen. Who knows? But uh, use the promo code ATOZ Sports and get a risk free bet up to $1,000 on BetMGM. Let's get to it. It is time for Magic. <laughs> All right, Zach, um, whose sticker week is it? It's my sticker week. Okay, I did okay. oh, any cash real quick. Did, this is good, good production. Did you see how many times Peyton Manning called a timeout on the Manning cast? Was it uh, like 60-something? 62 times yeah. he called a timeout before the Broncos called a timeout. And they did this thing where they pinged every single time he did it. And at the end, it's just ping, 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 ping. That's good. That's really good. Because uh, you can just feel like his like anxiety of time out, time out, come on, time out, time out, do it. It's like you need him in your ear if you're a head coach. I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah, can he also tell Todd Downing to hand the ball off to Derrick Henry? Peyton Manning or Todd Downing is offensive coordinator <laughs> from Peyton's couch. Peyton doesn't have to go to the games. He just and he dials gets it, in. And he gets a couple of games off that you'd still take that. I think I would still take that. Peyton Manning is your offensive coordinator to replace Todd Downing, but he gets four weeks off and he gets to coach from his couch. Yeah, right. Uh, and Xavier's quotes him. So you wasted 30 seconds to call a timeout. And Mike Vrabel did that against the Colts a few years ago, remember? Yeah, that's right. And then that came back to bite him. Uh, all right, so my sticker week. I, uh, one of my, and I don't live in East Nashville, but one of my buddies, uh, who moved back from Austin, Texas, uh, from my high school budget, moved back from Austin, Texas. He and his, uh, fiance live in East Nashville and went over there to hang out a few weeks ago. And they introduced me to a cool little burger joint. It's called Dino's. And so anytime I'm checking out at a place that is good, uh, or I think it's going to be good. I grab a sticker. Old Dino's, and you got to love the armadillo right there. So that is a little free promo for Dino's on the east side. What's the ar armadillo's name? Is it Dino? I would only assume. All right. All right. Magic bucket week, and it's Zach sticker week, which means Zach goes first. Trying to. All right. Let's see what we got here. Oh, this is kind of good. Uh-oh. This is uh, also from my wife, so thank you, Jenny. Name as... Oh, wait. I need to get 30 seconds on the clock. <laughs> oh, you almost blew it. I almost... I, yeah, I almost blew it. All right, so I will get 30 seconds on the clock. Right? I'm going to say it once. Then I'll repeat the question. And then I start on your first answer. Sound good? Yep. All right. Name as many team mascots as you can in 30 seconds. Name as many team mascots as you can in 30 seconds. Uh, Rebels, Bulldogs, Hawks, Skyhawks, Eagles, Falcons, Titans, Vols, uh, Florida Gators, Gamecocks, Huskies, uh, uh, Armadillos, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Chiefs. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, uh, uh, Colts, Texans, Jags, Cowboys, Eagles, uh, uh, Commanders, Redskins. Stop. Football team. You got 28. 
I'm an idiot, though. I could have listed off all of them in the NFL, and I got I, I I it took me a little. This is where you're benefit. You're gonna benefit if you do this. Man, I could have got say, a lot more. Oh, oh, you said Eagles twice, so uh, twenty-seven. Okay, because <laughs> you probably went through college. There was a college Eagles, and yeah. then there was the NFL Eagles that you. Well. So here was my thought when you first, you know, I, I, there's a period of time where my brain is, okay, what am I doing? What am I doing yeah, yeah, yeah. between first and second statement? And it's like, do I just start listing animals? Because, you know, every, the, the bears up, oh, there you go. Right. That's a philosophy. Um, and then I switched and I did a lot better because I can name all the NFL mascots very easily. Yes. And, and so well, now we've got some, uh, some controversy in the chat that you, you did the team nicknames, not the mascots, but I think, I think I'm okay with what we did. Uh, so you want me to do T-Rack? <laughs> no, I mean, but that, that's, I mean, that's what people were saying. Like, right. There would have been a lot of silence in 30 seconds. Oh yeah. Um, I, but I, again, I, I understand but, where they're coming but from. Like the, the mascot is the, Nickname a lot of times it's synonymous. I could have done rebels, black bears, and land sharks and gotten three. You, got three. you could have mess. gone, you could have gone uh war eagle and what's his name, the tiger, right? You could have for Auburn. All right. So this one's for me. I think so. When you pull yours for yours, I'll have to just come up with something new because you can't do that to yourself. Oh, I see what you're saying. Ah, where are the beanie? I already did that. It's crazy. We have like 60 things in here, and I pull the same things. <laughs> I this is I don't know what the, this is weird. Uh the Massachusetts Institute of Technology say that this is the most difficult tongue twister in the world. Can you say it 10 times fast? Did you put this in there? Yeah. I can't even read it. Like <laughs> it's <laughs> so re repeat it for the, the fine folks at home. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Okay. And then I say even, what it is. I, say the first statement that you had. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Massachusetts Institute of Technology say that that is the most difficult tongue twister in the world. Can you say it 10 times fast? We're going to find out. All right. I'll let you keep my time or keep my numbers. <clears throat> Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod pad kid poured curd pulled cod cad pad kid poured curd pulled cod i mean what am i at <laughs> you're you're good you, okay because <laughs> there's no way i can count you're reading it too right like imagine if you well, were just yeah. like i mean because well, i mean you what, what would i what was the phrase pad kid perg see curd, you don't even know what the pad phrase kid is. poured curd Pad time. Pulled, pulled <laughs> pad time. Yeah, so you didn't even know what the I said it. And yeah, and, and that was that was really difficult. Really difficult. I believe the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, which is also hard to say. Um, in its own right. All right, pad guys. Kid pulled curd, poured cut. 
pulled cod. Pulled cod is the tough one. Um, all of it's difficult. Pat kid pulled cord, pulled cod. Yeah. All right. That's the magic bucket on a Thursday. So we got team mascots and pad kids. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Titans back on the practice field today, which means Sam Phelan will be covering press conference, open locker room as well for the first time this week uh, when it comes to the Bills game. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel for all that content coming out from Titans open locker room and practice later on today. Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Friday. Talk to you then. Appreciate it as always. Adios.